Messy Mon- Messy Mondays. Your girl show me. Your girl Marley Mar. Uh, so Marley, um, all I hear you talking about Messy Mondays. is how hot it is in Seattle. <laughs> I'm burning. I'm literally. It's right. been not having central AC and looking at you be super relaxed at like 68 probably yeah. in that in that apartment um, right i sleep at 69 that's like my temperatures to sleep because beyond that is just too cold but guys it's august and it's the hottest month of the year so i'm gonna be hearing you complain about the heat for the entire month of august so i'm just i'm just bringing you up to speed on what it is and with that being said episode 42 <laughs> <laughs> by the way i don't remember the last time it rained Oh, wow. I don't remember what I don't remember the last time it rained. And it's so dramatic. It was like a month ago. <laughs> <laughs> you act like we're in a I probably wasn't here for that rain, that sprinkle. Were. And it's the one moment where I'm like, can it please wake up? And like I wake up and it's just raining would be fantastic. <laughs> OK, got it. So we hate the rain throughout the season. But like, I mean, you know, I'm just getting used to this. No, AC is this thing. your first summer here. It's my second summer. <laughs> you would think I just moved out in this bitch. <laughs> it's hurricane season down here, so you're not missing much. It's going to rain every single day here t- next month. It's going to be crazy. That's true. In Florida, it rains at 1 o'clock every day, like clockwork. Yeah. Like it's- and, and at 3.45 p.m. Yeah, it usually yeah, it's like a mm-hmm. thunderstorm, hurricane mm-hmm. outside, like for one hour in the afternoon, and then you can go back to the beach. That's crazy. Yeah. And it rains like you can see the rain from like across the street, and like it's sunny where you are, <laughs> and then it's like cloudy. It's like the Caribbean. I don't know if you've ever been to the Caribbean. It's like that, but um, but it also rains a lot more in Fort Lauderdale than it does in Miami. I don't know if people know that it rains Ooh. a lot more in Fort Lauderdale. I did not um, know that. Yeah. Well. Yeah. That third voice that you hear, by the way, because we have not done the introduction, and welcome to episode 42. Episode 42 of Messy Mondays! Um, this is definitely my friend Mariah. Hi. Say hello to the people. Hello, people. <laughs> she is our guest today on the show, um, and Mariah's used to this heat because she is a Washingtonian. Is that yeah. the word? Yeah. Okay. Oh, wow. Seattleite, cool more term. specifically. Seattleite, specifically. Okay. Yes, and we're going is... to get into that, and we're going to introduce her, and we're going to learn about Seattleites. That's a really cool term. Yeah. Just mm-hmm. pure Seattle people. <laughs> that it's like getting to know them yeah, is very interesting. Yeah, we're a unique bunch, for yes. sure. <laughs> um, last week's episode was very intriguing. Yes. And we dived into mental health. Yes. A fantastic topic. Um, and I hope that was very resourceful and interesting and kind of opened up that realm for a lot of folks and was, you know, helpful with our guests that was on there. And op- and opened up the conversation because ultimately um, we just need to start raising awareness to things that people don't want to talk about. And Messy Mondays is known for being about all about the taboo. So we really want to make sure to use our taboo not only for mess but also for things that matter, you know what I mean? And, and we hope if any of you were having a hard time with coming to terms or dealing with a loved one that's going through some type of a, a drug addiction problem or mental health issue, I hope that our last topic was helpful in any way to just make you know that you're not the only one out there dealing with it. And also, thank you so much, Rich, for being a fantastic subject matter expert. We really yes. appreciated you being a guest. And you are always welcome back on the pod, another friend to the pod. And we talked about artists and being young and kind of their mental health. And I listened to a podcast recently called, I forgot the name of it, but I'll find it and I'll share it with people. 
But they were having a conversation about Lauren Hill, which okay. I thought was very interesting. And I didn't realize Lauren Hill was 22 years old when she wrote The Miseducation of Lauren Hill. That wow. like classic album. Right. And so when you, with me in my 30s now, and if I put myself into that space at 22, I don't even, I don't think I was that smart, first of all. That's one. Because <laughs> she talks about some like really deep stuff. Right. Like X Factor, like all those songs are really deep. And then they go into a deep kind of cycle of like, you don't realize she was 22 and what she was going through and having like, she was pregnant and touring and losing money and arguing with like these guys were fighting over her Wyclef and her husband, one of the Marleys, like all these things that were happening. And we didn't have social media to see it all the time. You just heard about these things. And that was the difference of it. But she still felt off in a sense. And then they talked about her second album, which was the Unplugged. And that now when you listen to it, she's telling you everything that was actually happening. No one liked the album, cared for it. But in there, she breaks down literally what's occurring to her. And you don't realize it until now, a couple years later, when she's having this, like she's in a moment of a, but yeah, but it seems like she's been having this moment of a quote unquote breakdown for like a long time. And my thing with Lauren Hill is that you want her to win because we love yes. her for what she did, but she is continuously letting us down. She's always canceling shows. She's, she's late. Always all the time. late as hell. She it is like it's to the point that it's like I'm not saying that I don't love her. It's to the point that it's like it's gonna it's gonna go away, the love, and people are gonna stop giving her so much credit. For her talent because it was one album and then the podcast also breaks down how maybe she's always late because she needs to get her chakras aligned before she gets on stage <laughs> but someone was like but two hours to get your chakras aligned and you're two hours late to a show it's a little much that girl needs some power cables <laughs> but it was very interesting and i'll share that podcast later i can't remember what it was called but it was very interesting to break that down and I tried to put myself in a place at 22 and talk about do up that thing of that song and the lyrics. And I was like, no, I never noticed that that guys were trying to take advantage of you at 22. Like, or that guys, most guys were assholes. It's very interesting. But anyways, I digress. And we move on to our guests. Speaking of chakras and being aligned and getting <laughs> centered into these emotions. Um, our guest Mariah has a blog Mm-hmm. Just a little zen. Just a little zen. Tell us about just a little zen. Uh, just a little zen is a blog I started writing probably two to three years ago, shortly after graduating college. Um, and for me, it was because I was and still am very much in the beginning of kind of my own spirituality and figuring out what works and doesn't work for me, and just learning about things like chakras and meditation, um, and a little bit of what I call witchy stuff. Uh, <laughs> Um, And for me, it was just a way to kind of process going through that journey and things that I was learning. And then sometimes it was just helpful to write about kind of my own relationship stuff that was going on and energy between people and relationships. Um, So that's just a little zen. Just a little zen. Mm -hmm. And so you write a lot more personal kind of blogging, right? Or is it just like learning lessons and those kind of things? Yeah, it's definitely, it kind of depends on what's going on in my life. Uh, When I first started it, I had just ended, I think my four and a half year relationship um at the time three we got back together then broke up again but i digress (laughs) (laughs) we've all been there girl we have all been there uh but after getting out of that relationship i just kind of realized that i needed to start fresh i didn't really have a strong self of 
sense of self-identity. Um, so I wrote a lot about relationships and kind of that personal journey, um, especially in the beginning. Since then, I focused a little more on spirituality and more of how to, like how to read tarot for the first time and stuff like that. Um, which I guess is also positive because that means I'm probably in a little more of a stable part of my life. Um, but if there's ever anything else going on, it'll kind of dig back into personal stuff again. Yeah. And I oh, go ahead. No, I was going to actually ask, um, B, when you when you went through that transition, did you do this? Because you mentioned that you went through a breakup and you went through like that change. Was this like your your therapy, like to kind of cope? Yeah, I think I think I've always been inclined to writing. Um, just kind of growing up, I've always been told I'm a very strong writer, so it's something that's very natural for me. Um, I think to take it to a public realm was definitely new, um, but I just kind of had in the back of my mind like other people are going through this, um, and even if no one ever reads the blog, at least it's there and might help someone else someday. And you got it out basically. And I got it out right. In conjunction with therapy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I know, because it was was a long relationship that was super, super toxic, but I didn't realize it until I was out of it, and I think writing helped process that, too, and get it out so that that toxicness didn't just stay with me. Right. Um, Because, yeah, it was, once I was out, I was like, okay, that was borderline emotionally abusive. Isn't it amazing? Isn't that amazing? Right. (laughs) That you didn't know until you, you have to have like a come to like turns moment with yourself. Mm -hmm. Like, what am I doing? You know what I'm saying? Like, it takes that. Yeah. And then I still went back to it and stayed for a year and it was better, but still just gross. We've all been there. Yeah. That is, that is something, right? I'm sure. Yeah. We've all been in that same aspect where you don't see it. You don't realize it. You Mm -hmm. still go back. And it's not like the second or third time that you're just like, that shit was really bad. Yeah. But it like, really that was sucks bad. the second and third time. It sucks. You're just doing it because like, you're like an idiot. Like you're an asshole <laughs> that just doesn't, you know what I mean? Like you're a yeah. fucking masochist yeah, that doesn't understand. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's like, it's, it's this type of thing that you also don't, you kind of want to be selfish and not allow that person to be with anybody else. Like you don't want to admit that. So it's like, you just want to stay with the person. Cause it's like, you know what? I want to stay with them. Cause it, it, it becomes this really weird thing. And you become really comfortable in it. Yeah. And yeah, I think that's what easy. it is. It's very easy. You already know what it is. You're mm-hmm. comfortable in it. And you're kind of afraid of what is outside of that, like yeah. breaking your comfort zone. Yeah. In essence, like what's good to occur that. And that's why I talk about Lauren Hill at 22, because myself at 22 was a whole oh, different yeah. scale and different level. And right. that's where I was in a toxic relationship. Yeah. So that's why I was like at 22, what she was talking about. I didn't see that until now, almost yeah, like yeah. until late twenties or something. Where you're just like, "Oh, I get it. I've been there." Yeah. So she must have went through a lot prior to twenty two, where now I can write about or talk about something because I've experienced those. And things. it's also your self esteem is in the trash when you're in a toxic relationship. Oh, like, for oh yeah, sure. Yeah, like yeah. You... That was something I think writing also helped rebuild a little bit with some self esteem because I was I've totally depleted. That's and that's nice. You found an outlet of something yeah. to use. Yeah. Right? Well, it's also an interesting journey, even getting to the point of the second time finally being done and broken up with it. Because even that had some spiritual spirituality that kind of kick started it. And I was just thinking about that as we were talking, and I was like, "Oh, that's weird." I forgot I'm about so that. excited that you actually brought this up. It wasn't even planned, but I was planning <laughs> to ask you something um, uh-huh. since you. You know, since I did a little research on you and stuff, 
um, how do people get over people? Like, you know how everybody's mm. always looking for, like, a quick fix? And, like, yeah. you know, like, you just want to get someone out your mind. Like, I have a friend. Okay, I'm going to share something. I have a friend. That- <laughs> is it a messy story? <laughs> <laughs> it is a little messy. I'm not going to lie. She literally is, like, in a great relationship with someone else. She's really happy. But every time she has sex with her new guy, Mm. she thinks of the last guy that she used to have sex with. And it's not because she doesn't like the guy that she's with. It's not like she's not enjoying the sex, but it's to the point that she can't even, like, finish and have a real orgasm because it, like, messes with her mind that it's like, why is this guy in my head? So she feels like this guy's, like, putting a spell on her. Like, why do I think of you now at this very moment? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, she's like, yo, I'm about to go, well, I don't know if you speak Spanish. I'm about to go to a bruja to get this guy out of my head. <laughs> so it's like, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, how do people wash that out of your brain? Like, what advice would you give? Yeah. Maybe even in your specialty, in your skill. Mm-hmm. Well, there's a couple of things. I'm also kind of of the belief that the universe will challenge you to kind of make sure that you're making the right decisions, especially if you have kind of a pattern of doing some messy things. (laughs) So I'm kind of of the belief that if he's popping in her head, it might also be kind of just a test of like, okay, here's something new to deal with. How are you going to handle it? Um, So that's one thing. But to actually like move forward and get started, I think... A witch is a great star. <laughs> uh, that's a hard one. For me, I've always just kind of leaned into myself when I need to mm. get over someone. And so that's a lot of self-care, um, but like really intentional self-care almost. So like I would probably do my little bath potion where I mix <laughs> like salts and flower petals and essential oils and stuff like that. Um, because Which you have a great blog post about, by the way. Yes, I do have a great <laughs> blog post about how to kind of make your bath time, you know, just kick it up a notch. Um, so I would do stuff like that. Uh, obviously, I'm a writer, so I love to write too. But I think also, usually, if you're holding on to something, this is, I think, where chakras do come into play a little bit. And I once heard, speaking of sex, that <laughs> your sacral chakra, when you sleep with someone you kind of have to be conscious that your chakras essentially are connecting and that you're almost like carrying their sacral chakra baggage too. What is, what is chakra for those who don't follow (laughs) us? No, it's like we have all kinds of listeners. Yeah. I don't even know how I would describe it. Um, but you have what, six or seven, what are called chakras. Um, and that's basically kind of like an energy center throughout your Mm -hmm. body. Um, and it starts, you know, from the crown of your head all the way down to your feet. And mm-hmm. basically each chakra, based on its position in your body, is symbolized by different colors um, and also kind of is in charge of a different, you know, part of your spirit in your body. Mm-hmm. Uh, so your crown chakra is really related to like higher consciousness, spirituality, you know, listening to your intuition, whereas like your sacral chakra, which is more around your pelvis area I believe uh might be more about kind of managing emotions and you know sexuality and all of that so and that's why you feel a lot of things like butterflies in your stomach Mm -hmm. almost or like kind of that anxiety sometimes that you can feel like kind of centered in your Mm -hmm. stomach when it comes to someone or something yeah I think that's where a lot of that comes from and centralizing that so you're saying when you're having 
sex with someone or you're connecting with someone, mm-hmm. you can carry that same energy yeah. with you. Yeah. Or that baggage that's can what, latch onto. That's what there, there's a belief out there that says that. I'm, I believe I, it. I'm open. I, yeah, I could definitely see, you know, who you sleep with. Kind of carry a little piece of them with you. Yeah. <laughs> so, How interesting. So what if the, if you have a better sexual connection, does that mean that your chakras are more aligned with that individual? Is that why? Um... I don't know. I don't know if I would say that because sometimes you also just have really great sex and it's a horrible person. So, <laughs> facts. <laughs> so. He is a horrible human. Yeah. Actual facts. Yeah. And that's why you keep going back. Yeah. <laughs> the devil. No. <laughs> but that's how you end up keep going back kind of things. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, it's, it's called great. digmatization. <laughs> <laughs> No, but there's definitely been times where, like, I'm feeling, like, a little codependent or, like, you know, mm. just, like, an unhealthy balance of, like, I need to see this person or the opposite, which might be, like, oh, I'm really afraid of commitment right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have a meditation on my blog about, like, kind of how to recharge your sacral chakra in particular because it is related to so much in terms of, you know, healthy relationships. And it's in the same aspect where you can absorb someone else's energy just in general mm-hmm. when that person walks into a room. Totally. And you, I mean, we've had this experience before when someone walks into a room and we're both like, mm, <laughs> we need to leave this office. <laughs> sage this space. <laughs> sage this place or something because it's really walked in and kind of hit you. And you've probably yeah. experienced that without realizing that it's energy. It's just like a shift of like emotion or something yeah. happening within that. And so that same thing where, that baggage can lean onto mm-hmm. you and you can, it can ruin your day. Right. Like, okay. It's like you get into your Uber car and the Uber driver is mm-hmm. an asshole or talks too much. That's the terrible start of the rest of your day. Yeah. When you go into like the office, like it's just all that alignment. On that, it definitely so. can be if you don't have your smoky quartz on you. <laughs> okay. So you walk around with like armor. Uh, yes, yeah. I have, I have some highlight in one bra right now, one cup <laughs> and I have, a soda light. That's what this one is. And my other bra. What does soda light do? You gotta tell us. Uh, so blue in general is for your throat chakra. Okay. So that helps with stuff like communication. Okay. So we're Mercury retrograde yeah. and we're in communication. <laughs> yeah. So she carries that one. You see, she was so, so intentional so about what she's great carrying. for like presentations or like if you're about to have like a really intense conversation with someone. <laughs> get some blue stones because it'll help like channel that into something productive and you know mm-hmm. good and then i have halite which is just really an awesome stone just kind of in terms of spirituality mm-hmm. um so it's supposed to help kind of close past life trauma and help you like move through that uh it's also supposed to be really helpful for sleeping so you can like tuck it under your pillow while nice. you sleep and then you know have a good night's sleep it's also supposed to help with like remembering your dreams again kind of Ooh. connected to sleep and then oh we're getting real hippie i have <laughs> the personal belief um, that dreams, specifically really like powerful dreams that like you kind of just stay with you. Those are, I'm of the belief, those are kind of messages that are supposed mm. to guide you a little bit. So if you can remember them with some highlight, it's ace. And that's to remember po- good dreams or all dreams? <laughs> I don't Do you get what I mean? Yeah, I don't think it's like... I don't think it's specific to which one. Okay. I think I think the goal is that you'd have some good ones. Okay, just check it. Um, but yeah. Because I've had moments with dreams, and I think I've mentioned this to you, like where yeah. I had a dream about something like happening, yeah. and then it sort of kind of happened, but in a distance far from me. Yeah. Right? That you same, have crazy dreams. I have a little... And when those really hard, big dreams happen, it's scary. Like, yeah. I wake up like, what the hell was that? Mm-hmm. 
and it's, it's very scary, but then something aligned with it in some way occurs. Yeah. But it's even so, like, you know how when you were growing up, like superstitions, when you have dreams of like your teeth falling out, that means someone's yeah. going to die. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. those are things that we grew up on. Or the fishes and someone's pregnant, someone's which pregnant. always ends up true. There's <laughs> always someone always ended up pregnant in the crew when someone had a dream about fishes. Interesting. Oh, yes. That is like a real Caribbean, it is a Caribbean, thing, yeah. Caribbean thing. If somebody's grandma has a dream about fishes, everybody is on edge oh <laughs> waiting God. to see who's pregnant. And it's the most funnest thing ever because you're like... <laughs> legit waiting for yeah someone. until it's you oh, exactly <laughs> <laughs> not so fun anymore no not not fun at all when grandma has a dream about fishes it's a wrap but yeah like the teeth falling out um snakes is another yeah. one uh fishes this one what's another one interesting it's just, it's stuff that superstitious stuff that your grandma taught you that you never even thought of. You know what I'm saying? And it's like now you're understanding. There's books about this, and there's a whole kind of yeah. interpretations about these things. And I've also read that in like psychology is that people, you know, dream about things that they're coping with. You know, and that's right. like, that's a part of it too. It's not always like a fortune telling thing. It's kind of like just you, kind of dealing with whatever you're dealing with. And I also heard there's one theory that. When there's other characters in your dream, they mm-hmm. all play a version of how you interpret yourself through that person. So if I have a dream, yeah. yeah, if I have a dream of Marley for 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 example, and uh, her and I are having a uh, a problem trying to solve something, and she's like reprimanding me, that is because I see her as an authoritative figure in my life, and that's how I perceive mm-hmm. my role in her eyes. So yeah. it's it really is you. It's not because Marley is in my head. It's because that's what I think Marley looks at me like. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, there's mm-hmm. a theory that that's how dreams are as well. Oh, I've never heard that one before. Mm-hmm. When it comes to people and characters. I always found it like, I've had people get hit by a bus. Jeez. <laughs> in my <laughs> dreams. Like, just like, but I don't think anything occurred with them. Or... Yeah, I don't know why that person was in there. So I've had moments like that, but dreams is interesting. And I will have oh, I have the hollow light earrings, you have hollow earrings, yeah, earrings. <laughs> and I remember you being like, "Do you know what that is?" <laughs> no, they're just pretty marble earrings that I carry and put on and wear. No, they're not. <laughs> no, <laughs> they're intentional for something else. Um, another interesting one was just I was reading your blog and I read the one that where we met mm-hmm. and kind of finding your tribe. And I have yeah. I shared this with Diana that moving here was really difficult for me in the first in the start mm-hmm. and then finding people who I actually mesh with yeah. I didn't think was going to happen and actually happened so Mariah wrote a great blog post about finding your tribe and finding your people and you don't know that people are going through kind of the mm-hmm. same thing at the same time unless you really open yourself to it yeah so people didn't know that I'm like sad and don't have friends and don't know nobody and then she's next sitting next to me <laughs> and she's like who are these people in this office space yeah. and like I don't mesh well with them I don't know them and then what was the story like one day somebody's marble fell out yeah one day someone some, something fell out I don't know if it fell out of a bra or if I said like I don't know where my crystal went or something <laughs> and then all of a sudden like four people in this six person like room slash office space all like basically jump up and we're like we have crystals too (laughs) (laughs) 
And then the growth of that has turned into something where we have made a group of girls mm-hmm. just kind of came together randomly, probably yeah. through Jasmine. More I think than everyone's likely. connected to Jasmine in, sort of, in some, some sort of way, but everyone has the same kind of connection. Yeah. And I found myself connecting more with these girls than I do with the friends. And I've mentioned this before with the friends that you know mm-hmm. all your life. Yeah. Have yeah. you had where where you just like you met new people and you connect with them so differently right. than yeah. with the friends you grew up with? It's very different. Well, I mean, the person that you are today isn't the person that you were then. You know what I mean? So it's like it makes sense that you have a better connection with people that know you who you are now. You know what I'm saying? That was yeah. what made you who you were. That's not who you are yes. anymore. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I can totally see how how you have maybe a, a, a more realistic connection versus just based on history. Yeah. And I find it hard where like your old friends have not. And I think we talked about this in the Nicki Minaj thing where people have not grown with you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or like are not on the same page. Mm-hmm. As right. You, right. Or expect you to still be the old you in a yeah. sense where you're just like, no, that's we have shifted. We have moved forward. And from not that all old your Marley. friends celebrate your wins. And that eventually starts to feel kind of like, what exactly is this friendship about? You know what I mean? And it's like, it happens. It happens. And I'm not even trying to be like, oh, haters are going to hate. No, I'm just saying like, you start to realize and you start to say to yourself, this person is not cheering for me. You know what I mean? And it's Mm -hmm. like, you have to, as hard as it can be, and it could be the person you love the most. It's like, you know, this person's not cheering for me. You You have to remove that person from your immediate energy, in my opinion. That's true. That's true. I just I and I I appreciate and love the fact that like the group that we've made, um, just continues to like grow together. Mm-hmm. Like we don't see we see each other maybe once a month, connect yeah. once a month, and it feels good. Right. And it's all for purpose. It feels really natural. It feels extremely natural. And it's like in reality, like I don't know any of these people. <laughs> no. And I shared way too much with some of these people. And yeah, they know all my business. I know all their more their more business they <laughs> know not, of me I'm than my friends do. Yeah, and I'm definitely not an open book type of person. So it's no. like it's been an interesting experience when you actually tap into people that have really, I guess, high vibrations and good energy and everyone's just open with each other. And you just cried in front of a bunch of women who have no idea who you are. Yeah. Like Oh my god, it sounds like we're in a cult. <laughs> <laughs> It sounds like therapy not. to me, honestly. <laughs> it sort of it has that. It and is therapeutic, for It sure. is therapeutic in its own way. And it seems very nice. And so that's why I've grown to enjoy and love Seattle for what it yeah. is. And Seattle's a different culture completely. And I think I've mentioned this before from an yeah. East Coast kind of perspective of, like, just how people re- interact with each mm-hmm. other, connect with, you know, just have conversations. I mean, and I can and say, like I can say, I think you're happier. That's just me. Oh, yeah. And you haven't been out here yet. We'll work on yeah. it. Yeah, that's different. I think I can. But yeah. I can tell. I can feel it. You're happy. Yeah. yeah, it's it's hard to be away from people from so far, the family yeah. and stuff. The flight is hella long. <laughs> that's why I don't go <laughs> as often. It is a long. It's a hard long flight, but it's also, you know, it's fun out here, and I like it. Yeah. So we had more questions in regards to your blog as okay. well. What are go ahead. No, my question was like, what are some other crystals? Because you were talking about, mm. um, I forgot their names already, the two crystals That's you okay. have on you. <laughs> but what are some other ones that kind of, that are your other faves that you like to carry Ooh, along like with Like my you? toolkit of crystals? Yeah. Oh, sounds like a great blog post. I should write that. <laughs> <laughs> um... That's a good question. Smoky Quartz is by far, I think, one of my favorites. 
because it basically just like any negative vibes or energy coming at you, Smoky Quartz like takes that and says no thanks and like just sends it back out. And so it's a good like protector stone, especially like, for example, I have it at work all the time because work's <laughs> particularly stressful and there's occasional people that are just sending bad vibes. Um, so I take Smoky Quartz with me almost all the time, even if it's like supposed to be a great day. Sometimes I'll just keep it with me. Um, and one time when we were at the digital conference, Kalika was feeling people's energy because she's very empathic, very, very empathic. Um, and so it was bringing her down. So I just gave her the smoky quartz to hold on to and she had a headache and everything and it went away Makes in like sense. an hour. Wow. Um, so smoky quartz, uh, rose quartz is super, super, super common and very easy to get your hands on. And it's great because it can, it's pretty. So mm-hmm. even if it's just, like, some house decoration, it's a great one to have. Um, and it's cheap. And that's really for your heart chakra, which I feel like everyone just, you know, always needs to balance out their heart chakra a little bit more. Um, so that'll help you, like, get over a breakup. That'll help you also find love. Like, it's just a love stone, basically. Um, heal from anything else going on. It's not just about romance, uh, but any other types of relationships, too. Um and other than that, I think each person probably has their own favorites. Mine are, pertain a lot to my astrology's kind of birthstones. So you have your month birthstone, and then you also have astrological birthstones, which is like an assortment of just different stuff. Like it's like five or six of them. Mm. Um, and so Leo, a Leo season. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's birthday's this week. <laughs> Leos are, like, a lot of, like, uh, garnet, uh, onyx, a lot of black stones and brown Ooh. stones, tiger's eye, um, so really, like, strong. Strong stones. Strong stones. Um, and I can see that. And I already know you <laughs> enough to know, yes, a strong yeah. stone for sure. So if you're ever like, I don't know where to start, or you just want something new, uh, just Google, you know, your signs, birthstones is so, a good place to start. I definitely want to talk about astrology with you. Um, okay. So for those of us who are not experts in this subject matter, the correlation between what you do and what you practice and what you guys connect on crystals and energies and chakras and whatever, that is affiliated with the world of astrology as well? Um, Oftentimes, but definitely doesn't have to be. I think usually if you're in a headspace where you're into crystals and energy and you're open-minded about that stuff, you usually probably are going to be pretty curious about astrology too. Um, And so most people I know are into both, but definitely not, it's not exclusive. Um, I think our friend Kalika put it really nicely the other day because we were all at like a work dinner function. And so there's someone new on the team and he was just kind of like learning more about us. And of course this type of stuff came up because it's me and Kalika. Um, and he asked her, like, do you really, like, believe in astrology and stuff? And she was like, I don't, she doesn't put a ton of stock into it. She puts, like, you know, a normal amount, I guess. Mm-hmm. She's interested in it. She thinks there's probably some truth to it. Uh, but she put it really interestingly where she's like, I just like the sense of community that comes from talking about astrology. You know, even if it's, like, at the end of the day, let's say none of it is even plausible or real or anything. Like, there's definitely a sense of community just talking about it. Like, yeah. oh, you're a Leo? Or, like, Right. Don't like Gemini. We have or that whatever. in common, right? Yeah. Or like the personality traits that it's uh-huh. supposed to be. Because we had that at work when someone, one girl was trying to guess everyone's astrology just because we were talking about mm-hmm. it. And me and a guy are both Pisces. 
And I said, well, I'm very indecisive when it comes to things. Like, I can't make yeah. a decision for the life of me. Yeah. Right? But when I'm at work, I can make a decision, anything, in a mm. heartbeat. So personal decisions, it's hard. But yeah. work-wise, it's easier. And he goes, oh, shit, that's me, too. I said, I know. <laughs> you're Pisces. It's just how it works for us. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just we, we have difficult times making decisions that have really impactful uh, decisions to our personal lives. Yeah. Right, but there's hard. also like this whole theory that the whole world and everything and the way we move and the way things are and the conditions of the planet are based on astrology. Like there's a whole huge belief that thinks that the creation of religion was based on the theory of mm-hmm. astrology. So it's like, mm-hmm. it's a lot bigger than than modernized religion like this is something that's been going on since totally before time that we can even document so it's like i like to know people's signs i'm one of those people yeah i like to know people's signs i do too it might be corny you know what i mean but i just i don't know i love being like what's your sign (laughs) yeah i think that there's certain things that are true I, I don't, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm not saying that it's all true. I'm not saying that because you're that sign and I'm not supposed to get along with you. I'm not going to be a friend. I'm not saying that, yeah. but it's just that there are patterns. Like there's, there's certain signs that I don't have one friend that's that sign. Like straight up. That like, happened to me the other day. And I, I never have. That. And it's like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? It's like, I actually have never have had a friend that's, you know what I mean? And it's just like, maybe we just are, maybe we just don't mesh naturally. And like for example, I'm a Capricorn, and there is a similarity with almost every Capricorn that I meet. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it's like we're very into money. We're very into goals. Where we come across very cold, you know. And I get that. And it's like, and people usually maybe don't like me when they meet me because I come across cold. And it's not that I'm cold. It's just that I'm very factual. So it's like yeah. those are the character, and most Capricorns that I meet are like that. So yeah, my friend who's a Capricorn is definitely like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? It's like, and it's not rehearsed that it's not like I behave this way because this is what I was told that I was supposed to behave like. I yeah. learned those things after, you know what I mean? And it's like, I do believe that there is some truth to astrology, in my opinion. Because it's like, this you're born in certain times of the year and that influences the way that you behave based on the time of year that you were born. And the reason that we all have different personalities is to create balance. Because yeah. everyone can't be emotional, everybody can't be strong, everybody can't be, you know what I mean? Like, there has to be a balance. Some people have to be romantics and some people have to be realists. You know what I mean? Yeah, totally. That's, I don't know. I just I just think it's interesting. And it's like, usually when you hear of people who are quote-unquote hippies, you would assume that they believe in things like that too, you yeah. know? Yeah, and I think something, so astrology is relatively new to me. I think I've always, like, you know, checked my horoscope, I asked what people's signs are, the basics... But more recently, I've kind of been interested in dabbling a little bit more with it. So, for example, there's an app that'll tell you, like, what sign your moon is in, what sign, like, what your, what sign is your Mercury, whatever, all of that jazz. And so I think it's interesting to think about. It's not just as simple as what your sun sign is. Like, there's also more nuances to it, too. Just, like, the whole how the universe was aligned when you were born, <laughs> I think is interesting. That's very deep into it. Yeah, yeah. very. That's like super deep into mm-hmm. it and it's hard to it's a lot to learn too it's yeah a there's a lot there's people who are i think our friend kalika i don't know where you and kalika align in the knowledge that you guys have because you're both kind of like super knowledgeable when it comes to things yeah. of crystals 
and attend like you know affirmations and putting things yeah. out there and, like what you should do i mean our I'm friend sure Kobe, she's she busts she, out with yeah. oils all the time you say you got a headache she busts out an oil mm-hmm. take this put it behind your ear mm-hmm. do this and you're just like girl where you came behind from your ear. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes oh no she tells you all the places to yeah. put it she is on it she'd She'll be like throw out some sprays <laughs> sprays and then she does it to her kids she'd be like listen don't come in this house with this one. like she is on it on it on it and so like I love that people are just, you guys are always learning. I'm not even near or close and far, but I enjoy soaking all that in and all that knowledge and stuff like that. Um, I was going to ask about moons. We were talking about moons. Mm -hmm. A blood moon just passed, which I heard was the first blood moon in like some hundred bajillion years. (laughs) Yeah, I don't. What makes it a blood moon, guys? No idea. I think it's red. Because it's red. Oh, okay. Yeah, did you guys, I happened to see it last night, even though last night wasn't the full moon, but it was still, you know, pretty full because it's coming off of the full moon, and this moon was bright red. It was so cool. And then I looked back over, like, five, ten minutes later, and it wasn't red anymore. It was, like, that fast. I don't know. There There was something deeper and important to it, but I know that we have worked together kind of an aspect of going when there's like a full moon. Mm-hmm. So what's more of a full moon or new moon? Or is it new moon or full we, moon? We, so our tribe. Yeah, our up. tribe. Um, we usually have new moon stuff. Okay. And what's the new moon stuff? <sighs> new moon. So that one's hard for me. I haven't quite put my finger on like kind of what the difference is between like a new moon or versus full moon energy. But I do know new moon is really kind of about kickstarting your goals for the month ahead. So that's like why we do like affirmations and talk about like what we've learned the past month and what's our goal for the upcoming month. And so that's kind of the new moon. And then a full moon, I think it's just a really highly energetic evening for the most part. Um, So a lot of good energy. I think it's usually a good time to kind of think about the goals that you've set. Um, But other than that, I'm not too... But you know what's interesting about the moon? Great for spellcasting. As well. Um, You know that um, women... Did you hear that clip, though? I think it is. We'll get there next. Uh, Go ahead. I think that also it's it's also known that women's menstruation cycle is affiliated with the moon as well. So whenever you... Let's say that your cycle is on the 20th or whatever every month. Let's say, um, unless you're on birth control, but it's just natural, whatever moon is out... When you have your period, the first day is always out the first day you have your period. Hmm. I didn't know that. Yeah, so women have this this relationship with the planet. And that's why in Spanish, se llama la luna, when you have your period. And it's because of that. Because back in the day, you know, when sailors and all of that, yeah, they used to uh, believe a lot of mermaids and, you know, sea creatures mm-hmm. and things like that. And that they would say when there was really bad... Um, uh, storms and the water was out of control. Usually it was because of the moon, you know, the moon controls the ocean and it had mm-hmm. to do with supposedly the goddesses and the, you yeah. know, and the mermaids and blah, 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 because they were going through their menstruation cycle. So, you know, mythologically that was a story at that time or of some kind or a fable. But the point is that there is a correlation between women and your period and the moon that comes out. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense. Kalika says that all the time about, you know, we know that the moon affects water, obviously, bodies Mm -hmm. of water and gravity and tides and all of that. So why would we not think that it affects our bodies, which are mostly water? Literally, there was a tweet on that on (laughs) Twitter where the person was like, if the moon controls, if the moon's controlling the water and your body's 75 or whatever percent of water, what you mean that doesn't control (laughs) you either? Yeah. Literally, that's what the tweet said the other day. That's very true. And it's interesting that you say it's kind of connected to menstrual cycles and 
all of that because the moon is typically seen as very feminine energy, whereas sun is like masculine energy. So it's really, just, yeah, I think women in particular have an interesting relationship with the moon, and I think wow. that also kind of helps keep us, I think, more spiritually aware. I've never seen the moon, the sun, as a masculine thing. I, I think because I like so well, the like, sun I, of God. That's where it comes from, the symbol of the sun. Like you know, girl. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hmm. We are learning a lot today. <laughs> we are having moments of like, oh, I guess because I like sometimes, and especially living here, yeah. you just want to feel the sun. Like you want to go outside. If that sun is out, like again, yes, yeah, so you just want to be like. There goes Marley with the weather. <laughs> so I have a love hate relationship with the sun and this heat. Heat is different. Sun is one thing, and absorbing that. Yeah. Yeah. So I never saw it as a masculine thing because I always want to absorb yeah. that sun mm-hmm. to be, and get that boost, you know, of like B twelve, like energy, just like mm-hmm. in yeah. you. So I've never saw it in that t- in that frame. So yeah. that's very interesting to look at it as that. And then you mentioned spells. <laughs> yeah, the word spell came out of your mouth. So yeah, first, we need to talk you... about this because honestly, <laughs> like. It, it makes me uncomfortable. I'm going to be very honest with you. It makes me super uncomfortable that people do spells on people. Like, I do not think... People shouldn't do spells on other people. Yeah. I don't know. That should make you uncomfortable. Okay. <laughs> do spells on people because we would have a problem here. Is it true that they work? Me. Let's just get out there. Is it true that they work? You know what I mean? Because it's like, I don't know if this is true. Is it true that they work? Well, <laughs> uh, I think the short answer is they can can work I think and also I'm really new into this world too like we had the energy healer that was at our last new moon night and he's like you got a little bit of Wicca but you're actually more like shamanic Shamanic. something shamanic shamanic or something like that yeah which is more like an earthy energy anyway so like very yeah like very soil he kind of mentioned like you're very grounded yeah kind of so earth kind of feel I guess we it makes sense to start with that because I think that's something everyone can kind of relate to is like being in tune with nature and I mean think about how we've healed ourselves historically you know you take herbs and you make potions and blends to heal your body or teas and all of that and really what that at the end of the day what that is is yes science because you're creating something I mean I think it's all kind of based in science but it's a potion Mm -hmm. it's a spell Mm -hmm. prayer is Mm -hmm. basically a spell Wow. <laughs> you're setting, you're putting an intention out there. A lot of the same rituals are there, you know, water in flasks, mm-hmm. wine, bread. It's all, it's all very, very similar. It's just because it has a weight. You, you do it in a, in an aligned way. Like kind of there's. It's a it, ritual. It's, it's an ritual. It's aspect, a ritual so and a setting an intention it. and putting yeah. that intention into the universe. And really, I think the witchy stuff does make people uncomfortable, but you also have to look at history and why that is. And it's because it was a very intentional campaign, basically, when Christianity, like the Christianity movement began, to anything that wasn't in that box of Christianity Mm -hmm. was very much, I guess, marketed, because I'm a marketer, was marketed (laughs) as being evil and the other, and we don't want that, and people were murdered, and paganism itself was, had to be, you know, the bad thing. So, but before Christianity really took off, everyone was pagan. So, 
and a lot of the rituals and a lot of these religions really just base the same information off of each other and just kind they of stack it up. It's, it's, so. it, there's a lot of information that's shared between the religions yeah. Yeah. and a lot of rituals that are, are similar in yeah. a sense, right? And mm-hmm. I'm like, and I was telling this today, and I'm like, I'm a Catholic girl, and so we went to tarot card reading. That was my mm, first time, mm-hmm. but like subconsciously, my head is or consciously, technically, I was like, mm, I'm yeah, not it's so open just yet, and it's uncomfortable because. Your girl has holy water from her mother <laughs> and baby Jesus because your mom sent yeah. it. And the Bible's open at a certain page yeah, because yeah. your mom makes you do it, like this whole thing. Yeah. But And then you realize, sage, if I sage my house, that's the same sage they use in the Catholic Church when uh-huh. they're walking down. Yeah. Right? So you're not too far from things. So there's like these little yeah. things. Where you're just, but that was difficult for me because I, I wasn't fully open to it, which is why my cards probably all look the same. Did you think mm-hmm. that you Focus on got one thing? good information from that experience? I did. Oh, I did. Okay. I walked out of there like, where's the love that she's talking to me about? Because <laughs> she said all my cards were about love. I remember walking out of there and going, uh, Mariah. She said that the person I'm in love with or I'm going to be in love with or the person I'm supposed to be with is near me, close to me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, the only person I'm talking to is a guy via Instagram, DM, and lives in a whole other state. Mm-hmm. He ain't near. He's not close to right. so what is happening. But Maybe all my cards were... once he listens to this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> listen. <laughs> Did she give you like, like a letter? Because you know how someone huh? will give you like a letter. They get his name no. has a J in it. <laughs> it you wasn't I mean? that. No. <laughs> <laughs> it not that. I don't know if I would trust it if she gave you a letter. <laughs> like, oh. No, but it was very where she was like, um, all the cards, literally all the cards that came down yeah. were all related to love. That's cool. And have something to do with love in a way, and in person. since then, you've, I feel like, even leaned into living in Seattle even more. So the fact that this person is probably in Seattle and you feel like, you know, happy and at home here. Yeah. It's around the corner. Boo. That's what's changed <laughs> is that maybe you have a love for Seattle. Nah. <laughs> you wanted to be a real person. Uh, yeah, I, I like Mariah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. So, but okay, so, like when tar- when she did that, okay, because you know how people do tarot card reading in a lot of cultures. Caribbeans are really into it, right? Mm-hmm. And um, it's it's bad stigma, negative, not a good thing. The boogeyman, you know. Mm-hmm. Like right. if you tell your grandma you want to go do that, muchacha el diablo, you know, like not good. So they use saints, supposedly. And yes, yeah. um, the saints speak to them, and that's how they get the information. And yeah. they, they also speak to the dead, and the dead communicate with you. And that's how usually the tarot card reading it happens in the Caribbean element. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know if that's the same in this specific space. Is it the same yeah. type, or you just learn a skill of how to read the cards? It's similar. It's definitely similar. Um, Because I think anyone that's been reading for a minute will tell you it's less about knowing the exact definition of a card and knowing like, oh, it's it's just less about memorizing those definitions and more about what your intuition is telling you in the moment as you're reading in front of someone or for someone. And I use it primarily to get messages from what I consider my spirit guides. So kind of similar idea of like a higher power is using them to show you what you need to see. How how long does it take to like kind of learn those cards? How many cards are like I don't yeah. I don't know how many come in a deck uh, or like there's different know. variations of cards too because I there think is. I've seen some of the decks that you have. There different. Yeah. There's an animal deck of cards. 
Yeah. Right? There was the animal yeah, one. Yeah, Jasmine has, like, the animal totem stuff. Yeah, and it's just, like... The, the lady when I had my tarot cards was using two decks. Yeah, that which was all crazy. of the decks are still all love. For it was just ridiculous. <laughs> I still got her card. We might have to follow up with her and be like, "Where is this love at?" But she was using two different decks, mm-hmm. and she was reading those kind of connected in a way. Yeah. So. So uh, there. I mean. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it's a lot about looking at your spread before you and kind of seeing how the cards are almost like connected with each other. She was using two decks to kind of add clarity to the main one. Got it. Um, so like if there was a card, the second deck was to help kind of illuminate the overall message of that, you know, bundle. Um, yeah. And I don't know how many cards there are. It's 60 something. It's like a normal deck. Okay. Um, it's just, there's four major suits. So mm-hmm. you've got your swords, your cups, your pentacles and your wands. Um, and each suit kind of represents a different part of the mind, the body, uh, material world, um, as well as different elements. And then on top of that, you have what are called your major arcana. And so those are usually things that are like the high priestess or the sun. Like, you know, it's not a number. It's more of a, I don't know how to describe it. But those are the ones where it's like a really strong message is coming through if you get something from the major arcana. And have you learned how to read tarot cards for others? Or you still only read for yourself? I think we've had that before. I've been reading for others for a little bit. That's probably more recent in probably the past year. Oh, I guess year and a half, two years. Um, But I don't read for other people as often. Or at least I didn't used to. That's been more in like the past six months where I've been doing it more frequently and being more confident in doing it for people I don't know already. Um, so that's been kind of an interesting experience. <laughs> Do you ever like come across someone that you say, there's something I need to tell you? Like you feel it, like you, there's information that you need to know. Like, do you ever get that kind mm. of feeling? I haven't yet. I think that's probably mainly due to me though. I'm probably just, I think I still have some opening up to do in terms of like, and confidence building in order to be like, I have a message for you. Because that is not my style. <laughs> if I don't know you. If she like, don't know you, she don't know you. Let me tell you about your heart. Like, I'm not quite there yet. Yeah. I'm getting there. But I think that's, I think that probably comes with more practice and experience and diving into spirituality even more. Yeah. Um, but it can even I'm be a, a baby friend. Still. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying yeah. it doesn't have to be a stranger, but maybe a good friend. And you say, you know what? I have a feeling that you should know A, yeah. B, and C. I think the closest, I mean, there are occasions where, like, I'll come right out and say, I'm getting the sense that you need, for example, (laughs) this is a really extreme example, but, like, my friend got a card, and I don't know why, but I was like, honestly, I think this has to do something with, like, you need to, like, masturbate more and stuff, because she's not having sex, um, because she's in a committed relationship where her partner wants to wait until marriage, and this is a very sexual woman who's, like, dying on the inside. They've been together for, like, two or three years now. Wow. And something about, yeah, (laughs) right? And something about the card, I was just like, girl, I don't know. This is telling you you need to go home and, like, do, do it on your own. She's about There's to explode. Inter- <laughs> yeah. So something's like that, I guess. Like, a random, like, I'm just getting the sense, like, you need to go do X, Y, and Z. Yeah. I guess that does happen. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, it, yeah. I'm trying to think of another example. There's definitely times where, like, a spread has very clearly been, like, you need to end a relationship. Oh. And that's a little awkward. But usually they already know. That's the thing is usually the cards are telling people what they already know. They just have to see it. They just need kind of a, like confirmation. That, yeah, they need the confirmation. Wow. That's true. Because oddly enough, when the lady is reading the card, mm-hmm. I know that I need to be open to a relationship mm-hmm. and being that. And we yeah. aware of that. Like, yeah. I need to be open to that aspect. Yeah. You know, 
so I think that's still what she was what it was reading me at the end of the day like I knew it and that's why I was like that's why those fucking cards are coming up I get it mm-hmm. be open Marley mm-hmm. start moving that out so that's why yeah I can see that and tarot's funny and I do think it connects to a higher realm because you'll have cards like you're shuffling and like one will pop out and those ones are supposed to be like you don't just throw that back in you read that because that's popping out for a reason Mm -hmm. um and that's usually a message from like a higher power or if you do like a lot of spreads but you're pretty much asking the same question usually probably about a boy (laughs) like you'll start like you can shuffle till the cows come home and you'll start like getting the same card over and over again to the like and they're basically like we're done with this yeah. <laughs> You've had your answer. We're not giving you anymore. <laughs> like, wow. So Tara's funnier. I'm super interested. I think we should definitely experiment off the air. <laughs> you need to <laughs> <laughs> You need to Skype this tarot card reading for me. That sounds super intriguing. I'm really, I'm a curious person. So like this type of stuff, I will try. Like I'm one of those people. Like I'll be like, yeah, do it. You know what I'm saying? Like I like yeah. to know stuff. I'm curious like that. And what are some, very, just last question, like what are some spells that you <laughs> <laughs> grandma spells? No, so listen. I'm going to go to the house said, and you're going to have a cauldron. Hold up a second. Okay. No, because one day I go, what are you doing? She's like, I'm going to go home and cast a spell. I'll be like, girl, what? Like, I'll be like, what are you doing today? Casting a spell tonight. You can make not sure much. not to get you mad. You know yeah. What I mean? But like, your spells are for yourself. In a, Only for myself. Or to like manifest something that I want, but not like someone. Yeah. Not um, to yeah affect anyone it's not witch witchy yeah, no. like and the, what's that what's that movie oh that's amazing she's like the Ooh. good witch practical the magic or the craft practical the craft that one is scary that is amazing I that's know, what i think you should call your little, your little click our crew the craft <laughs> no that's a terrible movie and who's gonna be a horrible by the way homegirl her name is Rachel True, the black girl with the curly hair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Look her up on Instagram. She looks like Jasmine. Exactly. She looks like Jasmine, but she looks exactly the same she did in the craft. Ooh. And that chick is she a witch age. for real. <laughs> like she, you could, I was like, so she is a witch. She has to be. Because there's no way she looks exactly the same. Mm-hmm. Her curls are popping just the same as they were <laughs> in that movie. And she's gorgeous. And she has to be like in her 40s it's now. that potion. Her name is. Rachel True <laughs> and she is gorgeous. Look her up. But yes, Rachel True. Yes, but yours are your uh, spells are for yourself. Yeah. So if anyone's interested in kind of learning the basics of Wicca or just you're curious because it's just really an interesting read and it has some history and stuff in it too and it's super easy and digestible. It's called Wikipedia. It's a book. Oh, <laughs> cute. <laughs> it's on Amazon. It's hella interesting. Um, Wikipedia. <laughs> but that'll give you some basics. Like basically. Uh, what I do anyways and I don't do it super super often um, I definitely do tarot more uh, but it's like candles color symbolism yeah so for example if you want to what's a good example let's say you have bad energy coming at you and you want to like do a spell to get some of that energy off you would light a black candle and then you would write in the like wax basically what your intention is so maybe like or how you want to feel so it could be like i want to feel open and light whatever whatever your intentions are you'd write on the candle burn Uh, it in the wax yeah oh yeah continue (laughs) like while it's hot with what with your finger like how do you No. (laughs) no you would do this before you light it uh and you would just do it with like a safety pin or something oh yeah Oh, okay. That sounds like something to do. I, like, yeah. I get that, right? Like, because yeah. I know, like, there's, I follow this girl on Twitter, 
and she writes a whole bunch of I'll share with her I forgot her name but she kind of tells you like when the full moon or new moon mm-hmm. whatever to write down your stuff and like yeah. burn it and those kind of things yeah. so I can see how that aligns yeah. in, in that and so you let you don't blow it out you let it do its thing um, until it's done and then but at the same time what you can do is you can you know write out what your goals or intentions are you can say it out loud which will help um, the point though is whatever I guess the spell but let's let's call it like a prayer <laughs> <laughs> whatever you say you it's best to put like at the end of it like if the universe wills it so you know or, or if it's for the greater good because you don't want to interfere with other people's lives in a way that's like maybe going to be negative Mm-hmm. So that's why I say spells could work if, you know, it's the universe intends for it to happen that way. I like it. Very cool. Now, I, I, I heard of a spell that's terrible. Um, <laughs> oh, no. I learned from this Cuban guy. Mm. That if, Santaria? Well, you know, they, 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 they heavy with it. So this Cuban guy told me. <laughs> you're in, and you're in Cuba. Yeah, I'm you in are, Cuba. It's literally Cuba. And um, he goes, oh, you didn't know? Like, like, as a, like, girl, you sleeping. You know what I'm saying? And I was like, what? He's like, you know, you're supposed to put a little bit of your period blood in his food and cook. Oh, sweet Jesus. No. <laughs> and, um, you know, you cook, you know, put it on the frying pan with the meat, whatever. Put a little bit, squeeze a little bit of it. He's like, he's going to go crazy for you. He's never going to leave you. He's like, I thought you knew. I was like, whoa. I'm like, first of all. <laughs> If a woman is doing that to another man, I feel like you should be afraid of this woman. Like, that's not okay, in my opinion. No. Like, that's unsanitary, and it's really it's really not okay. So he was, like, saying it like, this is what they do. Like, get on it. I had a I had an ex once tell me that he's like, did you put period blood in this food? I said, what? Like, because he was, like, so, he's like, I've never felt like this before someone, blah, blah, blah. Did you put period blood in the food? I was like, why would I do such a thing? <laughs> that is so disgusting. He said it like and it was that normal, before. like that happened. Like <laughs> yes because he's heard of that too and i was like no like what the fuck oh, who would think so i've heard that before i've like literally someone has said that to me i was like why would i do such a thing to your food <laughs> right. i'm eating the food with you we're suffering together <laughs> like that's insane wow so i have heard that but that's that santeria. Like, yeah, that is. That is santeria. You have to be careful, though, because if you're going, like, casting spells on actual people, you might get more than you wanted. Like, they might actually be obsessed with you, and you're like, okay, I don't want this, actually. And mm-hmm. then, then you got to break it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. True. That's true. Yeah, it can, it can but go But santeria is a different deep. level. Right. Where you were, and out in Miami, you see people, and they all white. All white with all their beads on. All white. And heads wrapped and everything, and you're just like, yeah. And they shave their heads. Um, the women when they're going through this process, I guess, to like graduate. I don't know the real term, so I'm just telling you from uh-huh. an education. You know, so it's like it looks like they graduate from what they need to know, and they don't go out when the sun is down. Um, mm. So they have to stay indoors the whole time that they're going through this process. Only can go outside when the sun is up, and the women have to shave their heads completely bald and wear a white. Uh, head wrap dress in all white and then they wear these beads and then they have like um, a corner in their house that has like a statue of like saints and like mm-hmm. they'll put like cups of like um, eggs around it like boiled mm-hmm. eggs mm-hmm. and like it, it's like I don't know what the egg is about but like the egg is important and like they bathe you with the egg and they roll the egg around your body like it's oh. it's it's very okay. <laughs> 
it's uncomfortable for me. Like, it's like, I feel yeah. like this is uncomfortable. It doesn't feel like God is involved in this. Yeah. Yeah, Santeria, voodoo. And voodoo has its layers also. And that's a very Caribbean thing as well. Like, those are those people, you can see it easily out there when you're out there. You you kind of, especially Miami being like a, a Caribbean feel of an area. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's people walking around with that. Yeah. yeah. And you see it happen. You see it around you often. You just avoid walking around. Right. It's not your business. And, it's not um, you. In, and that's it. In the airport here, they caught this guy that was flying in from Haiti that he had a bunch of human skulls in the <gasps> suitcase. And like, because they do voodoo with it. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it, there's a very dark, dark side. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But like anything else, there's good and evil. Yeah. And I think that Absolutely. that's the reason why people are a little hesitant to even think that what you're doing is okay because they have this interpretation of that of something else. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they they only mm-hmm. know that, so they're like, "Whoa, this is not good." Yeah, and that's why people need yeah. to be educated and variations of different things. And yeah. you know, if you're interested in something, um, you know, don't share with everyone because not everyone's understanding or knowledgeable in it and they'll look at you and something else like my mom has always yeah. been i'd be like oh yeah you know she'll see like i posted my crystal and she'd be like don't post don't share with people because they don't understand or they won't mm-hmm. be accepting of it right and i'm like oh screw them mm-hmm. they'll be all right because <laughs> i know my intentions right? right like i know where i stand in that yeah um so this is a whole new world for me in it but I'm glad we had this conversation. Yeah, it's super interesting, I must admit. I love interesting. it. Oh, you yeah. meet more of my friends. <laughs> yeah. And, and, um, tribe. and then hopefully one day we can do a, a reading for me via yeah. whatever <laughs> method we need I've to never, do. I've never tried it that way, but I know it can be done. So Yeah, and I'm yeah. and I'm open. I'm not closed. So I'm willing to hear things. You're very open. Yeah, I am. Like I, awesome. I know you enough to know she's. She'll be like, "Let's go, <laughs> do this yeah, let's to do anything." It. Yeah. So because I very also open believe that nothing has that much power that's gonna overcome me. So it's like, yeah, sure. It is just is what it is. I have, I, I, I know what I believe in. You know what I mean. So it's not gonna overcome right. me. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. that's very true. Well, Mariah, tell people how they can find you. Your blog, your Instagram, yeah. all that good stuff. And oh, if gosh. someone wants to get a reading via. Skype. No. <laughs> You're like, I'm not ready Creating for that services. level. <laughs> what are your services? Uh, it's justalittlezen.com for the blog. Uh, and then Instagram is the same. Just a little zen. Just a little zen. Yeah. Cool I name, by the way. Thank you. I, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, cool. the idea is like, you know, everyone's in different stages of their spirituality. So, but if you can get just a little zen. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. That's super cute. Thank you, Mariah, for joining us. Uh, if you want to follow myself, you can go to lovemarley underscore. If you want to follow show me. S-H-O-M-I underscore E-N-T. And if you have any questions, messy stories you want to share with us, email us at messymondayspodcast at gmail.com. <laughs> follow us on Twitter at messymondayspodcast and on Instagram as well at messymondayspodcast. Um, you can listen to us on all media platforms as well as YouTube check that out leave comments subscribe share with your friends and your peoples um and i had a great time yes. any last words and i really want to say uh it, it's cool to talk about different subjects and if anyone wants to ever come on the show and say that we're all heathens 
because <laughs> we're talking about something like, you know what I mean like the devil we are willing to go to war with you like let's come on let's go let's go get on the podcast and tell us you know what I'm saying like show me like I am a Catholic school girl I got all the information nah, on this but you know what a person that's been educated in their own religion understands that religion is not faith and you know that from education and that's facts and I know that my religion that I was brought up with and I was raised with had a lot of holes in it. There was a lot of mm. things that make no sense. And <laughs> there was a lot of things based on money, based on, mm-hmm. um, you know, political agendas. There was a lot of things based on how to, how to control populations. And you know that, mm-hmm. and that yeah. has nothing to do with God at all. Not at and all. Um, that's why I'm not, I'm not one of those, I don't disrespect anyone's beliefs, but I'm not a go hard when it comes to religion. Everyone finds their connection with a higher power in a different way. In their own and in Absolutely. their own way. Yep. And how who how dare you say that because I, I'm from a Hindu background and I believe in this type of a God, that that God is not the right God or the wrong God or who are you yep. to say that? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. As strongly as we believe they believe in God, you know what I'm saying? So Yep. Very true. Beautiful words to end the show. Yeah, I love it. Love it. Thank you guys for joining us. This is Messy Monday.